You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You're goddamn right, I do. One chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore. You are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. This is called Pirate Radio. We are refuse for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along to say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzford. I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of At The Diner, the flagship podcast here on the Great Geek Refuge. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am a host for this podcast, but I'm also the editor-in-chief of our website. Check it out. Lots of great stuff there. It is greatgeekrefuge.com, things that you can read, things that you can listen to. Speaking of those things that you listen to, let me introduce my co-hosts. I've got in co-host seat number one, a wonderfully talented musician. You can check him out on Bandcamp, but also a podcast host of not just here, but also two other shows. Uh, it's our po- uh, sports podcast that we have, which is uh, GGR Post Game, and then also his own solo show, which is The Overflow. You know him, you love him. His name is MC Brooks. So I don't want to dwell on this, but I've never been closer to leaving GGR than when I had to witness all that grits, slander, in the thread <laughs> yesterday. And I don't want to make this a conversation, I want the people listening to know that it was not appreciated and you have made a brand new enemy. So <laughs> <laughs> There was a lot of grit slander. I only saw the one the one comment. I need to go back and look at the thread. Oh no, oh, yeah, there no. were there was so, there was there was way more. <laughs> oh no, I think my exact quote was grit can die in a ditch for all I care. Damn. Um yeah. And that was uh, that was towards the nicer end of some of the stuff that was being said on there. <laughs> Well, I said I said that I've had good grits before, but like uh, the best grits that I ever had had a whole bunch of other shit in it, and it became like a ship of Theseus thing, where it's like, are these even grits anymore? Because it was like eighty five percent cheese. So like, fucking <laughs> <laughs> ship of Theseus. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Uh, co-host seat number two. <laughs> Uh, wonderfully talented visual artist, but also incredibly knowledgeable about all things movie, television, comic books. Like, so much so that we have dubbed him the professor. His name is James Rambo. I had a honey bun for breakfast. Like, That's peak you, adulting you made, right there. 
Yeah, you made it yourself or like one of those prepackaged drinks? I made it myself. Fuck, I look like. No, I had a tasty <laughs> cake honey bun. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know your life, man. You might be making honey buns and shit. Jesus. I woke up. I used the bathroom. And I was like, I got like 10 minutes. What am I going to do? I'm going to have a little Fairlife Core Power protein shake. And I'm going to have a honey bun and some water. Um, and you want to, if you want to know why that's extra funny, dear listener, you need to be part of the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Patreon, go to patreon.com slash great geek refuge. You can subscribe five bucks, get you anything you want. Um, well, you get free access to the podcast, uh, to the special Patreon exclusive podcast that we do, but Coming up on the website, starting May 1st, you are going to see all the cool new things that you can get if you become a Patreon subscriber at various intervals and levels when it comes to our uh, our subscribers. So guys, let's get into it. Let's talk about what we are watching currently. Um, it's been the topic of conversation because we, we tend to lean towards Marvel stuff more, um, except for with um, Peacemaker. We talked a lot about that. Um, but we'll get into that in both of the podcasts today. We're going to start with Marvel stuff. We're going to start with Moon Knight. I'm going to start with my sentiment first, and I'll let you guys jump in from here. But what the fuck happened in that last episode? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm watching it, and I'm like, ooh, this is creepy. I like this. This is scary. This is like a like a Abbott and Costello meet the mummy thing. Like, this is fucking cool. But it was, it was the scariest shit that I've seen in Marvel for a long time. Yeah. And then, right. like... And then, I don't, you know, fuck it. If you're listening to this, spoilers, so let me give you the warning now. Uh, and then fucking Stephen Grant gets shot in the chest like four times and dies. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then he's not dead. But is he, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And honestly, I like it that way. Because it, you want to talk about a tease, man? I'm going to watch the fuck out of the next episode because I want to know what happened. Because that is, like, that this story took a really interesting twist and um before i was complaining i was like i'm just kind of like eh, i'm here and like oscar isaac is just like carrying this thing and like probably has a sore back from carrying the whole fucking show but like yeah this, this has got me a lot more interested than than the previous episodes for sure um we'll go round table um i'm MC, you actually get moved to the last spot in this. And the reason why is because oh. I consider you the Moon Knight expert. So I figure you're going to be the here's why you're wrong about this, Mike, kind of person. Um, we'll put you in that spot. Um, Rambo, kick us off. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Because I know you and I were, were sharing a similar sentiment about Moon Knight up to this point. So I am actually halfway through uh, the Jeff Lemire, Greg Smallwood arc. Of Boom oh, so you, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, 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 I'm trying to think, like, I stopped, yeah, it's almost exactly halfway through the arc, to the point where I'm like, should I just wait to finish the show before I finish this? I'm not sure if I'm going to do it or not. Um, but yeah, no, this is being pulled directly from that comic arc. Yeah. Um, down to the, the stark white of the asylum um the the different people being patients and and doctors and such um it's funny i've seen people i've seen one or two people be like oh i was enjoying the show but this episode didn't make any sense i know what the fuck was going on and i'm like this was my favorite episode so far yeah, uh, same. 
but uh yeah no it's fucking like like this is what i'm this is what i've been hoping for for this show weird scary violent shit and like um and and like mess with your head like what's real and what's not kind of stuff because a big part of moon knight's character is he's unstable that dude is barely there in terms of his sanity um sometimes to his benefit sometimes to his detriment um and they'll play with perception on the audience's part to kind of put us on the same level as mark or steven or, or jake in the in whatever case may be um and i appreciate that we finally are getting into like the big weird shit um yeah, no, I really dug it, man. I was, I was all in, and there's, and there's so many little great details that I didn't even catch, like when MC was sharing stuff about the, um, the layout of was it like Layla's apartment, maybe, and the, um, and Doctor Harrow's office. Oh, no, that's uh, when that's when they were escaping, if I remember, in episode two, like um, when they yes. were running, running yes, away. Yes, from, yes, yes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, stuff like that where it's it's all interconnected. Like, um, just just to, for for some background, the the Jeff Lemire written arc of Moon Knight opens with Mark Spector as a patient at an asylum. Yeah, and oh, oh. he's <laughs> okay. trying to like figure out what the fuck's going on, and they're like, you know, you've been here since you were twelve. And Moon Knight is one of the many personalities in your D of your DID, or one of the many alters. Um, and you know we've been making a lot of good progress. Please don't tell me that you've been you've been regressing in your treatments. And he's like, "What the fuck is going on? This is bullshit." And then Kanchu shows up, and he's like, "I don't know if you're real or not." <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, and it just gets weirder from there. Um, so yeah, no, there's 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 definitely like direct elements being pulled from that, and it's fucking weird and cool. And I'm all in. That's exciting as fuck. But do you now see MC why I'm turning to you as our cleanup spot? <laughs> because you're gonna knock this out of the goddamn park. I mean, um, no pressure. <laughs> well, <laughs> the 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 big thing with this is like you have been the the source of because I said in our chat that we have I was like what the fuck is going on. And you were like, I could tell you, but it's gonna ruin everything. And I was like, thank you. You talked me yeah. down. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. Like, and since Rambo and since Rambo is, is is reading the run is based on it's like, okay, yeah, he he knows. <laughs> he knows. <'cause laughs> like, I was like, I could I was like I could legitimately tell you like what what that sequence is, because that is pulled directly from I think like the first two issues yeah. of, yeah. Uh, of 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 um of uh of that run. But like, you know. Don't be worried. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, right. it's going to, it's going to, it's going to like, if, if they're going to, if it's, if, if they're going to follow like the comic directly, then like we kind of, you, we kind of know exactly where it's going. I mean, but we, we know like the MCU always like, like some, they like to deviate. Uh, sometimes they'll, they'll pull stuff from the comics and then just kind of do their own thing with it. So like they very, they very well could do go, go in a different direction than, then uh then what's there but for the most part i think like they're probably just gonna they're just gonna just gonna follow it and i think episode five is uh because i think the trailer or teaser for episode five uh came out and 
apparently that's the one that's going to explain one the weird shit at the end of this episode but then also like some other questions that people have had over the course of the show so like to this point like uh like you know why haven't they mentioned the fact that mark is jewish um with like they've been they've been hinting at they've been hinting at um and we got it in this episode too hinting at like okay well like what the fuck happens like with this um with like Layla's dad and Mark being there like what what was that all about and I don't know if they're gonna sh I, I, I don't want to say exactly what it is just in case they do go down that road but the the name of his partner was 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 actually in his cell phone uh in episode one there was one that when he was scrolling through um the the phone when Steven was going through the phone he saw Layla and he saw the the name Ducomp that's Mark's partner um from that whole situation and if they're hinting at that i don't want to give away like what exactly happens in that situation but you can kind of kind of figure it out um but um I, but I, I pretty much echo both of you guys sentiments for for this episode i think this is the best episode that we've gotten to this point like the there was it was it was very it was a very layered episode in terms of some of its uh, uh symbolism and its and its imagery and its references um to to other stuff and then also like connecting it to the world outside in terms of like oh this is how alexander the great you know like did all that shit because he was he was amit's avatar and like i thought all of that was really dope and i'm yeah i think this is the best episode that we've gotten layla was great in this layla was awesome in this episode yeah there were a ton of like Indiana Jones uh, like stuff because they they apparently filmed in many of the same locations um, that they filmed some of the Indiana Jones films in with with this and so like I was reading that 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 was that was done intentionally with like the way that the first half of the episode kind of played out with them you know going going through that tomb. Oh, okay. That that's cool. That's really but that, cool. But but to even highlight again like that back half with us not being able to trust anything we've seen, we've seen to this part, like it made the symbolism of stuff from the early part of the episode, even more, even more interesting. Um, so like historically, you know, it's a, a lot of people have associated like mazes with like the brain. So if you're trying, if you're going through like this unreliable narrator and Mark slash Steven or whatever, and there's been the first half going through this maze and we don't even know if it's a real thing happening or not yeah. um, in the, in the show that like, it makes it interesting. Uh, they mentioned there being six paths. Um, the, the six was a number that came up a ton. And even though they haven't done this for the MCU, but if you think about it in, in terms of um, the comic version of Moon Knight, six different personalities. You have Mark, you have uh, Steven, you have Jake, you have the Moon Knight, the actual Moon Knight personality, you have the Mr. Knight personality, and then you can even chalk in Khonshu on top of that. Which then yeah. adds to the unreliability of like, okay, what the fuck, like, if if this thing we're seeing in the beginning is not meant to be trusted and we can't trust it, is this, you know, Mark in his own head, like, searching through this maze, which makes, again, makes the back half like even more like what the fuck is happening <laughs> if you're unfamiliar with the comic what the fuck is happening um yeah. but yeah it's it's like i it's 
this episode was 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 awesome. I think they 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 there's a ton of questions that I think all all of us still have, especially in regards to like the the uh, Ennead, like yeah. and like their their role in everything. Um, why are the, why like why were there only five of them? If they're supposed to be nine. Why are half of them that are there like not even traditional members of that group? Remains to be seen, but I, I, it, yeah, this episode was awesome. There are there are a lot of questions for sure. Um, I do. I, I think it's ridiculous, personally, that people are complaining that they haven't brought up that Mark Spector is Jewish yet. I, I, as a Jew, I think it's ridiculous that, that people are even saying this at this point, because ultimately I understand that it's a fundamental part of his character. OK, but is it the reason I'm, I say this, the yeah. reason I say this and, and uh, you can tell me I'm, I'm wrong or, or point things <laughs> out like I get that it's part of the comic book character and that it comes up. I get that. Right. But like, I don't know what people are expecting because this hasn't been something that he's needed to say at any point in the conversation. And as somebody who's Jewish, you know what I don't have to do? Go around reminding everybody that I'm Jewish all the time. Yeah. I don't have to be like, oh, hey, by the way, I'm Jewish. Oh, did you know that I'm Jewish? Oh yeah, this bagel in my hand, you know why I have this bagel in my hand? Did you know that? <laughs> Bet you didn't know that, now you do. Like, and then of course, me being the asshole that I am, I started making jokes that like, maybe Dr. Zoidberg should be the avatar for Moon Knight. Um, because he's just this Jewish stereotype. And then I was just hearing the like, whoop, 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 like in my head all day, like as Moon Knight doing things. Like, <laughs> there's there's a really great dichotomy here because you have a Jewish character that is, a uh, Jewish man that is the avatar for an Egyptian god. And automatically that's that's some like amazing shit. But like that doesn't have to come up because you're still being introduced to this character. Like, we still have to understand that, like, he's got DID. And then on top of that, he's possessed by a Egyptian god. Like, that's what's blowing me away about this, is that people are just not patient at all. Everybody just wants everything all at once right now. And, like, you got to wait for the story to play itself out. Like, it's yeah. it, it, it's kind of it's ridiculous. But it, that's, that's just me. Rambo, what were you going to say, bud? No, I, I, I agree. Like the, the, well, I have not read as much about Moon Knight as I have with other characters. I know that Mark is Jewish. I know that it is a part of his character, but I don't know how much of a like defining aspect of him it is. Uh, I know, I, I mean, it wasn't until like, a couple years after his creation that it even came up, I think. Um, And that's not to say it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be uh, uh, present in the character, but like, like Mike said, like at what point is it naturally included? Like, yeah. Where would it have come up to this point? Where would it have come up to this point? Do we want to go the route of, um, forced uh, uh, diversity in terms of like whether or not this is supposed to be included or whether or not this is actually you know a worthwhile aspect of this particular story we are going to go out of our way to say like hey 
look at this representation we have. Like, that's just bad storytelling, among other things. Um, and you know, you could you could you could do something very similar, like he could have a little Star of David necklace or something. But then the flip side of that becomes, oh, that's all you're gonna do. And yeah. so it it's you know, I don't know, yeah, like it it needs to come up naturally in the storytelling. And for now, like what we're getting. It's not a matter of like, there's, yeah, just, you know, what you said before, there hasn't been a, a position or a situation where it really pertains to the story. Right. Uh, at least not as far as I can see. Um, like, he, he, he kills some mercenary and he goes, have a gila, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Shabbat shalom, bitches. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> I. <laughs> Because like, if you think about it, we've been following Steven for like a significant portion of the time. We were in Steven's, uh, Steven's flat. Um, the most we got with Mark would have been the trailer that he had. But he has the trailer, you assume. I mean, because he's, he's obviously not from London. But he's yeah. there because he's on a mission of some sort. And so the things he had with him would be all this mercenary shit. Yeah. Like, it'd be one thing if it were if you were like looking at mark's home and you didn't you didn't see anything or like it never came up or something or we were in his home environment around like people he normally would be around like okay like if you're just hanging out with him or something or he, he wants to go to a temple or something okay and it doesn't come up okay yeah that's that that'd be a little bit off but to this point where would it have come up what like why would he why would he have any of that stuff? Presumably, if he's over there for like on one of his mercenary missions, and he's he's yeah. literally there bringing all the shit he needs, his his, uh, his passports, you know, his weapons, different outfits, um, that, and and then in addition to that, stuff he has to set up to keep the Steven side of his personality like hidden away, yeah. um, you know, up until you know obviously the events of the show. So, you know, like at there's been no point in which it in, in which it's meant to have come up and like maybe when they do dive into his backstory when he starts talk, like if he talks about his father and it doesn't come up because his father was a rabbi i believe yeah um and like okay yeah sure but like it's not something that that inherently comes up with like all of the all of the characters that he's ever went up against um, like yeah, he's he I mean he's he's fought Nazis. <laughs> he's I, I want to say the are the comic version of Arthur Harrow was like using Nazi technology when he was doing the experiments um, in the in the comic run. But like I think so, but it was just that one issue. Yeah, it was because yeah, because he was he was a he was a one off. And honestly, like I I, I kind of liked it what they've been doing with this version of Harrow because this is one example of them taking something from the comic. And instead of just following that story to a T, just doing their own thing, doing their own thing for oh, the yeah. MCU with. They did the same that, thing with, with Taskmaster. And honestly, like, that was the best. I thought Taskmaster before uh, Black Widow was boring as shit. I was like, <laughs> Task I was like Taskmaster, Taskmaster is going to be the bad guy. I was like, this is going to suck. Because, like, what was before Black Widow, Taskmaster was just a dude who was really good at copying people's fighting styles. And I was like, he's, that's he's a fucking yeah. lame. Yeah. Yeah. And but in, like, in in recent years, they really leaned into having him be like um, a merc who's like, like, he, like whatever the job is, he'll do the job. And it's it's 
It's not personal. He's he's very much like a businessman. He's like, look, yeah, this is just my job. If if it, it means I have to kill the you know this dozen people, okay. Um, but maybe I just have to fight somebody, or I have to like go and pick something up and move some for somebody. That's fine too. Um, this it, it it was he has become a character that is very interesting in so much as um, it's just like a blue collar um, supervillain. Um, but yeah, like in and of itself, it's just yeah he's he's a, he's a dude who can who has photographic reflexes. So he can see something done and then do it himself. And that's really it. Yeah. But again, like it, it's this. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know anything about the original Arthur Harrow. So like the fact that there, this is, he's an interesting fucking character right now because like he's looking for Amit, but at the same time, he was the Moon Knight avatar. So like, what the fuck's going on with that? Like, that's super interesting. Like, first off, how did he get away? Secondly, why did he get away? Like, there's so much going on here. Obviously, he feels that Moon Knight or um, Kanchu was essentially abusing him. I, I so, mean, like, I mean, yes, because that's kind of who Kanchu is. <laughs> that like he like he he's he's an asshole. Like he he and he absolutely does shit in the comics anyway to like manipulate Mark into doing the stuff he wants him to do. Like that. Yeah. Like he like. That's that's kind of that's kind of what um, that's kind of what uh, what he does and like I don't remember if it's the uh, Lemire run or if it's another another run but like um, one and one of them is explained that like the reason that Kanchu and like some of these others choose their avatars is what they do is they choose them and then over time they kind of do stuff to kind of fuck with them in their mental state and the the goal is you kind of get them to a point where you just completely break them. And once you have broken them, you kind of hollow them out and then you kind of use them any way you see fit by take, by just simply taking over their body when you see fit. Because right now, like Khonshu and the other gods, it's called something else in the comics, but I know in the show they call it like the other void or something because basically they can't, they, they can't come back to, they, they, they're not on earth anymore. They can't come back to earth. They can just appear to the people who, um, who, uh, who are avatars. Um, so, oh, fuck, I, I lost the point. I was, I lost the point I was getting at. Like it, you were kind of going into the whole, like, they're trying to make them crazy for a reason. Like they're trying to break. Them yeah. So okay. Yeah. 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 That. Yeah. So that, that. So yeah. So that's the thing. That's the thing with Conchu. And like, they, like, like him being abusive towards Mark is a normal occurrence. I mean, in the in the current run, they're like, like Mark is like operating kind of in spite of Conchu because of all the stuff that happened um, when they did the whole Age of Conchu uh, run with the with the um, in the Avengers. Uh, comics uh, last year or whenever whenever that event took place um and so like that's that's the that's the whole purpose like Kanchu is an asshole like 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 it should not be mistaken that like he's doing all this stuff because he has he he almost always has the best of intentions it's like no and even in that uh Lemire run he admits he like he tells Mark like I chose you because your mind was broken like he he admits that he had been plotting they had been plotting on Mark, like for like the entire time. That's why he was chosen to be the Moon Knight. And so, 
that, that could be i mean that could be part of it I, I don't know i mean i do hope they explain like how arthur was able to kind of get out of that and how he you know you know acquired you know the the um the like becoming amit's avatar i do hope i do hope they explain that but yeah no concho concho is abusive he isn't he is an asshole like we've mentioned in previous weeks that like you know, like he's not actually trying to make Layla his avatar. He's only doing that to keep Mark in line to do whatever it is he wants him to do. And that's in line with how Kanchu is in the comics. Like Kanchu is an asshole. He's not it's like he's an asshole, but he's not as bad as the people he's trying to take out. Like the people he wants Mark to take out, Kanchu's enemies, are legitimately worse. Kanchu himself is also like not not good. <laughs> he's 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 a dick. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's I've, I've been interested. And again, this this last episode really took it to the next level as far as yeah. And I'll say this, too. I, I think this I think, too. I mean, I mean, like outside of the obvious fact that Mark slash Steven is not dead. But I think this episode also should like we should we should already know this as the audience. Because, you know, the implication that we saw in the last episode is that, you know, that hit because Kanshu got, um, uh, what's he called, Vishepti or something? I can't, I forget the, the term that they used. He got turned into a little statue. Yeah, yeah. So that, uh, so like the, like they, that kind of led us to believe because, you know, like when, when Kanshu drifted away, like that's when Steven's Mr. Nightmask broke and he, he kind of broke out of the outfit, the uh, the suit all to suit altogether. And I think the 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 thing we're supposed to uh, get from that is that like oh, Mark slash like, they can't access the suit because you know uh, Kanshu is now locked away. But I don't think that that's necessarily true. And I think the biggest reason for that is look at Arthur. I'm it is not active right now and yet he still is somehow able to induce her powers use her powers of judgment on folks so i think it, i think and perhaps maybe what we'll see in episode five is mark or steven or whomever like they will understand that or they'll figure out basically that they can still access conscious abilities and that's probably how they won't end up dying because Kanshu does have that healing ability. Like the fact Mark can't die, like shouldn't be a spoiler. It's like it's like one of the biggest things. He literally cannot die because Kanshu just won't let it happen. So I think that's, if you, wow. if you, yeah. So if you if you look at if you look so like I think with that with that in mind, the fact that uh, Arthur has been accessing Amit's powers despite Amit not being on not being you know, not being there. Uh, I think it's kind of the the same ordeal here. Mark, Steve, like they'll figure out that they can still access um, those healing those healing abilities. And actually, this is a good tie-in. I think that that will that may serve as part of the reason behind why Tabaret shows up at the very end of the episode. The the hippo goddess. So yeah, I wanted to talk about that too because that hippo thing. Yeah, tell tell me more about because I, I saw that and I was like, I don't know who this is. Like, <laughs> give me a little insight on that. So, first first and foremost, Tyrett is not in Marvel Comics like at all. Never never been in any in any run of anything with any other characters or or any Moon Knight run ever. This is their first appearance in anything Marvel. So 
there's no comic lore that you can go that you can pull from as far as her inclusion or what her purpose um what her purpose could be in the story going forward but um shout out to you know my, taking a mythology class in 11th grade uh, I did learn a little bit about like like Egyptian mythology like way <laughs> back in the day, <laughs> and like once I saw her like I recognized it, but I legitimately had to go look like, go look her up because I could not remember her name for the life of me. Um, but Towerette is is interesting because Towerette is the goddess of childbirth and fertility uh, in Egyptian mythology, and is most commonly associated with Hathor. You know the, the the goddess who is part who is part of the Ennead who we have seen uh, previously. Um, now Tauret is is um, in because there's this running. So with Tauret is interesting because there are stories in which like when someone dies, uh, Tauret is the goddess who kind of who kind of in some way I don't want to say like a decision maker, but Tauret can either like prepare your soul to like move on to the next plane, you know, where, wherever you wherever you're going after to be judged, or can simply like rejuvenate you and send you back to Earth. Oh. So that could be like that's that could like I think that could be part of why maybe why she showed up in like that facility there. That could potentially be. Um, uh, her purpose in, in showing up there. Um, I like, I, th there's not really much of anything to, to pull from in, in that regard. Uh, but I did think it was interesting that the, the, I think it may have been the head writer. Yeah. The head writer, uh, the Tyrus inclusion literally came from when they were doing research for the show came across and was like, came across uh, the, the goddess and was like, I need to find some way to put this hippo in this show. Huh. Just some like, like they like what it was not part of the original plan, but the director was like, or the writer was like, I need to find some way to get this character in, in the show because they're awesome. And so as far as we know, like, that. yeah, as far as, so as far as we know, we have that little bit that, that uh, we can, that we can base that we can kind of pull from for that. Um, but like, they could also be just be doing their own thing. Like it's, it's, I'm, I'm unsure just what they're going to do. Cause there's not, there's not a ton to that. They can, that they can, uh, there's nothing to pull from, from the comics. You're essentially going off just mythology. And if you're going off mythology, then, you know, again, her character is most commonly associated with, uh, with Hathor, uh, who we, we know Hathor was, you know, Khonshu's lover. Um, you know, they're com they're they're commonly uh, associated with each other because, you know, you have the moon and the sky, you know, type of ordeal. So like it makes it makes sense. And then uh, Hathor also being the goddess of love and music, I believe, and Kanshu also being the god of time. So like there's all these connections between the between the two of them. And I don't know if Hathor is going to show up again. I'm assuming she's going to show up again. We know Tabaret is the the actor, her, the voice actor for Tabaret is in the next two episodes. Uh, she said as much on the red carpet for for the Moon Knight premiere a month ago. 
So she's going to be involved in whatever this story is going forward. And if she's generally associated with Hathor, then it's a safe bet that Hathor is probably going to show up in some regard. Perhaps some of the other uh, Egyptian gods are also going to show up in some regard. But um, yeah, it just I don't know what they're going to do, but I'm, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, I am too. Like this is the episode that like hooked me. I was I was still watching, regardless. But like this is the one that I was like, okay, now 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 you're really doing something here. So yeah, and um, it, it, it does just the, just the last bit. Like I, I yeah. also wonder because the let we saw them do this with uh, with uh, with Hawkeye when Spider Man No Way Home was coming out. So it makes me wonder if the Moon Knight show is going to have some kind of tie-in because the final episode comes out the same week as Multiverse of Madness. And even though Moon Knight is a disconnected character, like, is largely a disconnected character, there have been very small uh, references and things to connect it to properties outside of the outside of the show itself, like the, the Kang reference from uh, last week's episode or the Black Panther um uh, the the Black Panther connection as well, um, so like I I'm I'm just curious because I don't know I don't know what the what the what the plan is, but I'm I, I'm going to be curious to see if there is some sort of like tie-in that we see in the final episode of this that may connect it to uh, something that happens like like uh, uh, Stephen uh, like uh, like uh, Doctor Strange's spell. And you know, cracking open the cracking open the multiverse, and maybe we'll we'll see, I don't know, Moon Knight it, uh, connecting with someone from from somewhere else. And uh, you know, I don't know, but I'm, I'm I'm curious to see if that that ends up being the case, just because there have been little subtle references to, like I said, Black Panther and King the Conqueror and and whatnot. So I'm I'm curious to see if that ends up being a connecting point. Possibilities are endless all sorts of cool stuff that can happen um so yeah um again i'm super excited to see what they're gonna do with uh with moon knight going forward because we've only got what two more episodes and that's it yep two two more episodes and yeah yeah apparent and just uh based on the teaser that's out uh, it's assumed that next week is going to be, like when rambo was saying earlier about wanting to see like weird crazy shit apparently that's episode five when we're gonna go. get, we're gonna get the the weird, we're gonna get a ton of weird, crazy shit with with the character because there's gonna they're gonna do some some explainers and whatnot. Yeah, <laughs> that weird shit. Yeah, I'm looking I'm looking forward to it as well. Um, let's let's do this. What we'll do is we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this episode because the next one we're gonna do we're gonna jump right into. Uh, the DCEU and all the crazy things that are going on with that. Um, it's basically just kind of an open forum as we talk about all the DC Comics stuff uh, that has been popping up the last couple of months. So, big thank you to James Rambo. Big thank you to MC Brooks. I appreciate you fellas, as always, when it comes to all things podcasting and all things Great Geek Refuge, but also you guys are great friends too, so I appreciate that as well. All of you wonderful, beautiful listeners out there, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for sharing, for listening, uh, for commenting, too. We got some great comments for last week's episode when we were doing the uh, the music episode. So thank you for listening. Um, we'll be back with the next episode, so make sure you tune into that. And remember, together, there are no heights that we can't reach.
Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy.